Today's episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network brought to you by SeatGeek. That's our presenting sponsor for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase on NBA tickets. Use promo code BSNBA. It's a great NBA slate tonight. Boston fans, Pistons are coming to town. The rejuvenated Pistons. Philly fans, LeBron is coming to town. Clipper fans, you get to make fun of Lonzo. It's very rare that the Clipper fans get something over the Laker fans, but they might have it tonight. Anyway, download the SeatGeek app. Or go right to SeatGeek.com. We are also brought to you by the J.J. Reddick Podcast. You know why? Because he's joining the Ringer Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. That feed's going up today. You can subscribe. If you remember, J.J. had a very successful podcast um, that was associated with Yahoo. And now he is bringing the podcast to us. He's going to have celebrities, NBA players. He's a very good interviewer. He takes it seriously. He's a good guy. And uh, and it's really funny because Tate is a diehard North Carolina fan, and now he has to work with J.J. Redick. This is my nightmare! We might make Tate produce the podcast to even torture him even more, or, or <laughs> have to be on emails for it. It's great. It's, it's, it's the best ringer thing that's happened in 2017. The J.J.-Tate feud is going to be phenomenal. J.J. Redick's podcast, available right now. Subscribe. I don't want to give away the first couple guests, but there's some good ones coming. So that's happening. And then one more one more podcast note. Oh, don't forget, we're also brought to you by TheRinger.com. That's where you can find my column. Every Friday, I did not write one last week because it's Black Friday. And I don't know. I just, I kind of mailed in Black Friday. It was literally a mail-in. But this week, I'm back. I might even write two columns this week. But, uh, but check out Ringer.com for all the sports, tech, culture, you name it. It's all there. Finally, though, Steve Kerr is in town tomorrow. We were taping a podcast with him. I've had him on a bunch of times over the last, I don't know, ever since I had a podcast, the last eight, nine years. He was one of uh, one of our best recurring guests when I had the old BS report on ESPN before he got hired as the Warriors coach. He's coming on tomorrow. I want to do a mailbag with Steve Kerr a lot, uh, along the lines of what we did that time with Kevin Durant which I thought was the best of the four Kevin Durant podcasts, mainly because the questions were so good. So we're going to do the same thing here. If you want to mail a question for the Steve Kerr podcast, email us at themailbag at theringer.com and put Kerr in the subject heading so I can find it. And, uh, and we'll just we'll pick the best questions and we'll just run through them the same way we did with the KD pod. Very excited for this one. I, to be honest, I've run out of things to talk about uh, about him with basketball for a full hour, so I'm going to need your help. We've talked to him so many times. I, I, I know all the answers already, so uh, you, can, you can push us up a level with that. Anyway, Cousin Sal's coming up, and also my dad turns 70, so we have to call him. 70 years old. Amazing. First, Pearl Jam. <laughs> All right, the cousins here, fresh off. Uh, I we really made America's holiday season with the special edition of Parent Corner. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. it's really great. People <laughs> people really loved it. Uh, they think we're both good parents and horrible parents. <laughs> right. Um, nobody can believe I let my kids watch Leatherface. Yeah. Um, you you gave a new perspective to wrestling. Yes, and yeah, wrestling and couples. I think R- people learn from that. The door open. The we're bedroom. excited to do Parent Corner later. 
first we're going to talk about some football. Let's do it. It was a crazy weekend. We had the three Thanksgiving games. About 20 minutes of good football on Thanksgiving. It was really bad. It was really, it was, it was about as guilty as I felt uh, watching family football and ignoring my family. Mm -hmm. Your team basically died. Your season's over. Yeah, they're really bad. They're really bad. I'm trying to let you five and six. Atlanta and Seattle are seven and four, just battling for the six seed. So you'd have to jump. Oh, it's over. Yeah, it's over. It's well, over it wouldn't for you. be over if we had a coach who knew how to adjust. Like, it's unfortunate we have, in, uh, I'm not even going to say we anymore. The Cowboys have injuries on defense. <laughs> no more we. I'm done. I'm, 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 we're not a we. I'm sorry. Because Jason Garrett, he's the clapper, and he can't, he just can't adjust. It's not that he doesn't want to or he's doing weird things. He gets like a, a one-year-old uh, shitting in his diaper. And I'm like, hey, you got you to stop this. It's yeah. been 12 months of this. So go to the toilet like everyone else. No. Just not able to. So, and it's sad. He rejuvenated Phil Rivers' career. <laughs> Can I just say, I, I don't want to mention the parties, but I was out to dinner with uh, some important people as far as Hollywood goes. And uh, our friend Mike Lombardi was there and he knew some of the people at the table. And it's like one of these, one of these, like, you know, you know, it's, it's a restaurant where the uh, paparazzi like hang out outside yeah. as soon as the door opens they take a picture and Lombardi comes up to the table and he's friendly with some of the people at the table and is screaming about the clapper so much so that, like people are looking at Lombardi yelling about the clapper the door opens paparazzi like oh should I take a picture of this guy I don't know what's going on <laughs> crazy person screaming about I Jason Garrett it. he's the best he's That's the best excellent. and he's right too enough well you're five and six I think we can we, fortunately we can cross off a bunch of teams now yeah none in the AFC the Packers Really didn't want to be crossed off and did no. everything they could not to be crossed off last night in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then finally, sadly, belatedly got the cross off. And they're five and six. I feel, do you feel like Vegas came up to in Pittsburgh, went up to Mike Tomlin and someone said, hey, you can't crush this game. We're, we're going to get destroyed. We, we've had yeah. a bad game. Favorites won all week. If the Steelers win 42-7, we're, you know those pretty lights that you see when you fly into Vegas? They're done. We can't pay our bill. I, I feel like something like that. They said that, and they also said and you you can't win by more than three. Yeah, right. Three is the other number. It's, yeah. We have too many 10-point teasers. Right. You just you have to three or less. Keep it at three. And they played like that, too. Were you, were you nervous at any point that the Steelers are going to really blow that game that kind I of actually, felt like I went I went to the Grove with my uh with my wife and kids yesterday yeah. thinking I didn't need to watch Packers Steelers and came back and it was 21-21 did the double take mm-hmm. it's like what but Brett Hundley right on Sunday night and then it really seemed like they probably could have won the game I thought so but the Steelers it was, it was did winnable. the, the what, what do you call it, the Jack Benny like we pull out we showed just enough to win. The Milton Burrow. Milton Burrow. Pulled Sorry. out just enough That's to win. Right. Sorry, Milton. I think Antonio Brown is the number three MVP right now. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I would say Wentz, Brady, in some order, depending on which team you like. Well, hold and on. And then we, I think Brown is number three. A month ago, we were arguing Kareem Hunt or uh, Alex Smith. So uh, out of those two, I don't know. <laughs> oh, they're done? They're, yeah, not, they're, they're not in the conversation Is anymore. Kareem Hunt still in the league? I can't believe what's going on with that team. <laughs> it seems I watched a lot of it. I was um I went to San Diego this weekend with my daughter for soccer and then the last game was in the morning and and the two local games were KC Buffalo mm. and Philly Chicago. And wow. Philly Chicago, which I hadn't seen in a while cuz I had the package. 
And I was watching on my iPad with the direct feed, but I hadn't just seen the traditional Kurt Menefee coming in. We're going to take you down to a more competitive game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that with Bears-Eagles. The apology. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, that would be a good thing to keep track of, how many times a team has had that happen to them. The Menefee. Where they were the the nationally televised game Mm -hmm. that you get pulled away from. How humiliating. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Because you would think the Bears have had that happen at least twice, right? Right. But what about the other side, like the Eagles? How many times did they... How many times have they driven... Pulled a knockout punch, right? Pulled the Menefee. Mm Mm-hmm. So it was good. So they went right to Carolina Jets, which was one of the jetsiest games we've ever had. Really great. First and goal from the one, three straight pass plays, field goal, give up the touch. I mean, it was just classic. I don't know. I don't know how they didn't cover that game. It's, it's almost inconceivable. They, they were the like dead even, the two to teams. To go up two in the yeah. fourth quarter, and then they just fell apart. And that's Safarian Jenkins. He might as well wear a, a clown outfit from now on because <laughs> when they, they he is the laughing stock. When <laughs> He's they go my to, fantasy tight end. Uh, when they go to New Jersey or New York or wherever yeah, they, they review just like, the play, it's like, oh, Safarian Jenkins, oh, that was a drop. That, yeah. Sorry. Like, and he had a drop row in the first quarter, and it's, it's bad. I think they had 100 more total yards in uh, Carolina. You like, can have the ball reach over the goal line for a split second, pull it back, uh, and then a shark could come and eat the ball, and it's right. a touchdown. Yeah, You can catch the ball in the end zone, roll over 17 times, and the ball can move one inch, and you and you lose it. Yeah, And also, we're really hitting a danger zone with the, with the instant replay. Mm-hmm. Because if you're slowing it down to one one millionth of a second, and it's like, oh, yeah, I think the ball, like, yeah, okay, frame by frame. It's not the fucking Zabruder film. Yeah. I was annoyed. Well, I, I won my fantasy anyway, but it's just, it was a it. touchdown. Right. It's like Lombardi Lombardi tweeted his rule of like, if everyone in the bar thinks it's a catch, it's a catch. Yeah, make it a catch. Sounds silly, but right. that's kind of what we should do. Uh, I I have an announcement to make. Go ahead. I, I You know, I do the DraftKings lineup every week. Mm-hmm. I had a 208 point week. Wow. I won, had, I won a league. On. I was in a $100, 55 person League and I won. I was eleven hundred. You had Julio Jones. And I did Antonio not have Brown? Julio Jones. Really? Or Antonio Brown? What? Yeah. Wait a I minute. had Jamison Crowder. I had Kamara. Yeah. I had uh, Robbie Anderson. Everybody on my team had twenty points or more, except wow. Greg Olson, who got hurt. And the Eagles' defense, maybe they didn't have twenty. And Russell Wilson. Wow. I was so proud of myself to do that without Big Ben, A. Brown, or Julio Jones. Yeah, I fended them all off. Good for you. I feel like if you get to two hundred points in DraftKings, you've really accomplished something. I think it's yeah. my number one accomplishment in two thousand seventeen. Might be the DraftKings. They should this send you a crown. Actually. Not even an ad. Yeah, Dra- I mean DraftKings. <laughs> I guess they're, they're paying us. Where they're paying me the eleven hundred dollars. So now I have yeah. a nice little uh, playoff bumper for. Oh, good. For, for this weekend, but I was so proud of myself. Good for the you. The 200-point barrier in DraftKings is really... Nice. And my real fantasy team now, I'm 8-4. and four. They have a Hall of Fame? They must have like some kind of I should be fame. in the DraftKings Hall yeah. of Fame. My real fantasy team, I might I might be in position I know, you're of power. Scary. You could get the buy with a, with a could win get the buy. I need, I need... Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of buys, let's hit the playoff picture quickly. <laughs> we do this every week, but it's, let's take a bu- four week buy. To the I playoff. think New England and Pittsburgh are guaranteed buys. Yeah. They have a two game lead over Jacksonville, Tennessee, who are somehow the third and fourth best team in the AFC. It's fun. The week 17 is going to have so many AFC playoff implications, except for those two, like the right. Patriots and Steelers are locks for buys. And they, but play it'll each be other. whoever wins that game will be one and two. And is that week 16? Week 15. Oh, 15. They play each other. Right. Well, Pittsburgh has, not even a sneaky tough game. I think it's an openly tough game at Cincinnati on Monday on night. Monday. Mm-hmm. 
you know, perfect to get kicked out in the second quarter. Right. But they had that. Then they're home for Baltimore and then New England. I think they lose one of those two. Before New England? Yeah. They're not good enough. It, it's strange what they do to you. Watch them last night, and they do look very beatable. But on the other hand, like I said, it does seem like they're just screwing around with these teams. Yeah. That outlet pass to Le'Veon Bell is there every single time. The Pats have at Buffalo this week and then next week at Miami on a Monday night, which has been the closest to a house of horrors that Brady has had. Not that he has a house of horrors, but Miami beat the shit out of them yesterday. And it did seem like the game was heading toward a direction where I wanted them to go up by more than two touchdowns to take Brady out because Sue who seems to try or not try depending on the week, but he was trying yesterday and at some points, it was like, you know, it'd be fun if I took Brady out for the year. That'll be my highlight this year. And really kind of went after him a couple of times. You saw some weird things with Brady. You saw the, the snap where he wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Tate, what kind of odds would you get on that happening to Alabama twice and to Brady once, where they were not paying attention on the snap? Yeah, that never happens to Brady. Yeah, it was a straight those teams. But I'll, I'll say this. Brady's a real stat whore. Oh. He is. He's a stat. Come on. He is wanting to win this MVP more than no. anybody else. He's, 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 he's minus 175. He doesn't even know what the MVP is. Well, does he know what an end around is? Because that's what's <laughs> supposed to happen on the one yard play. Yeah. Where, but now he's doing this thing like hot potato and the end around, instead of going on behind yeah, him, he flips it forward. Not even flips. He just, that's not a shovel pass. He just lets it go. Like it's a, this is a hot potato. So now it's a pass when yeah. it should be a run. It's that's a great a handoff. Play. Hey, that's a touchdown. Stat whore. I think. Uh, I'm trying to remove all my biases. No, oh, good luck. <laughs> How long is this going to take? Oh, I'm still trying. <laughs> I'm still, yeah, I need yeah, a little more. Okay, I'm, I'm there. I, I would vote for Wentz right now. Oh, you would? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, that's a yeah. good start. That's a good start. Um, schedule's been e- pretty easy. Yeah. But so is the Pats. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have to look. You know, the Pats know what they're getting from Brady every year at this point, even though he's age 40. The, the Eagles didn't really know they were going to get this from Wentz. And mm-hmm. just when you watch like game after game, some of the stuff he does, like he really ha- he'll have these Russell Wilson plays where you think they're going to get him and he'll do the, he'll do the one eight, the three sixty spin one way yeah. to get at. And you think, wow, they didn't sack him. And then 15 yard play. And, I don't know. I, I, he's a real leader. I, I would vote for him at through 11 games. I think I'll say like in the beginning of the year, we, the narrative was if Brady could put up these numbers with this terrible defense, yeah. he's going to be the MVP. But now you have a decent, you have one of the better defense. The secondary is good now. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Everything's fine. Gilmore, it's a top 10 defense. Everyone panicked about Gilmore and he's come around. So, then, so now it's kind of the same. And you're right. Carson Wentz is just, he, He's like Ben Roethlisberger, but when he gets does that 360, he sprints away from the defender. He yeah. doesn't like lumber away and then make a big throw. He's 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 phenomenal. He really is. I don't. I know it's been a bad schedule, but he's got my vote too. He also doesn't really have an A list skill position guy. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey's probably the closest. Jeffrey's been coming on. Yeah, Zacharitz is good. I don't think he's great. I, he's a, maybe a borderline all pro. Yeah, um, the running backs are fine, mm. but. Uh, you know he's doing it in cold weather too, which I think matters. Now that now that we're heading toward like the November December months, he's not in a dome. Yeah, he's not um, a stat whore. He's not a stat whore like Tom Brady. <laughs> I think he's got a slight edge, and I think what he's doing is a little more meaningful because they don't have a tradition of just taking care of business game after game, which is what they're doing. The mm-hmm. Patriots have a tradition, and they just kind of follow what they're doing. Wentz is like creating a new tradition, and these Eagles fans. 
these tortured Philly fans who were just accustomed to the anvil dropping on their heads at any now they have the Sixers team that's starting to come together. Mm-hmm. And they have the best, I think, the best under thirty quarterback. Now the Seahawks fans, they're all pissed off because I tweeted that, uh, and I've said on the podcast that I would take Wentz over any under thirty guy, hmm. and they just can't believe that nobody would take Russell Hustle. Is Lacy under thirty? Oh, oh no, yeah, oh, Russell, Russell Wilson. Yeah, they're very sensitive about Russell Wilson. He's excellent too, though. He's excellent. You can never get down on him. Hustle and bustle, just. He makes so many plays. Like but even Wentz the is like four years up. younger. I, I don't. I think that's a no-brainer. No. If you're going under thirty, you're taking yeah. Wentz over Wilson. Tate, who's your MVP? This is Tate Frazier, the host of GM Street with Michael oh, Lombardi. Everybody knows who he is. I think it has to be Wentz. It's like Cam in 2015. Only mm-hmm. one loss. Best quarterback in football right now. So the the rest of the schedule for them gets really fun right right about now. This is where he's either going to win or lose the MVP mm-hmm. at Seattle, at the Rams, at the Giants. First two games yeah. are playoff teams. Third game, Giants defense is good. Yeah. Not great, Who but knows good. by then what, yeah. what'll be the You story. at least have to, that's, right. and that'll be like eight degrees, mm-hmm. week 15 in, in Giants Stadium. Right. Well, it'll be bad because I won't get credit for that win. Like, they'll, right. they'll win, but, you know. <clears throat> and then their last two games, uh, home for Oakland, home for Dallas, and there's a chance the one seed would be cleaned up mm-hmm. that they, he won't even play week 17. Yeah. So. How about this? This, uh. It's been five years since, well, I'll, I'll assume you didn't send me your lines again, but I'll assume that this won't sway it. The Eagles, the Seahawks haven't been a field goal or more underdog at home since 2012, and it, it's happening this week. Oh, That's really? MVP for I don't, the Eagles. That's right. You can't I'm, change I'm, it. No, I'm going right. to see who I... Oh, okay. All right. I th- I'm way off on that game then. Yeah. We'll get to it. All right, we're taking a quick break to talk about Capterra. Whether you're a startup looking to keep better track of customers, a nonprofit hoping to have a record fundraising year, or a business that simply needs better payroll software, Capterra is your software solution to every business need. Capterra has over 400 categories of business software for you to choose from, anything from email marketing and scheduling to accounting and beyond. You won't waste your time on free trials that go nowhere because Capterra has thousands of ratings and reviews from actual software users just like you. Best of all, it's absolutely free. Remember, Capterra connects you with the business software that will help you do whatever you do, only better. Visit capterra.com slash BS right now. Here's how you spell it. C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash BS today and join the millions of people who use Capterra. That's Capterra, C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash BS. All right, we didn't we didn't talk about the playoff picture. We'll do it really quick, and then we'll hit the uh, week thirteen Lions. How's it week thirteen already? Kind of sad. It is flying. Now all of a sudden we're getting close, but uh, we got New England and Pittsburgh at nine and two, Jacksonville and Tennessee at seven and four. We have two seeds left. Jacksonville, Tennessee. It seems like one of those will get the wild card, barring sure. a disaster. I agree. Neither of them have a really tough schedule left. Mm-hmm. That would, and then it seems like. Well, I see you can't. KC has collapsed to the point that <laughs> the the Chargers and Raiders are now a game back. Both of them get to play KC again. I don't see it, but but last week we said Chargers were plus six fifty to win the division. The odds aren't up now, but that'd be nice to have, right? Chargers playing the Browns. Well, Chargers this week. go Cleveland this week at home. Yeah, although they don't really have a home. No, 
Redskins the following week. Redskins have no offensive players left. Mm-hmm. They're just they've been completely decimated. So they could be seven and six heading into KC week 15. Week 15 looming as a monster week because we got Pittsburgh and New England. KC, San Diego. Wow. We have that weird Philly uh, Giants game. Rams at Seattle. Um, wow. And then uh, that's a big Aaron Rodgers coming back for Carolina. Mm-hmm. Atlanta home for Tampa on a Monday. That's a good week. So um, I would bet on the Chargers. Charge to win the division or get the sixth seed or one? I think they passed the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are broken. Mm-hmm. We saw them blow two double-digit double, double digit lines in a row. Yeah. you. We were talking about who to tease who with, and you threw them out at one. So I didn't Atlanta even consider them. Yeah, right. There's well, no way I'm putting the Chiefs in any sort of teaser parlay. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what happened with them. It was that Raider game where where uh, that Thursday night game where Carr rolled right-handed quarterback rolling left on two untimed downs and they won with no time left and yeah. that was it. It's, it Hell just sent them in a, a free fall. Alex Smith has completely lost his confidence. Mm-hmm. And Kelsey said how the cover two they have to figure out how to solve the cover two, which is I think the most basic defense you can play in football. At this point, and yeah. they have no idea how to solve it. I mean. If they collapse completely, I'm starting to wonder: is is Andy Reid stay there? Hmm. See the coach next year for them. Yeah, this is a, they, if they go from five and zero to eight and eight, that might be it. It's I think he sticks around. Although I don't know, it, it hasn't been. What does he? What does he blame the injury? Houston? I don't know what he would do. It's like it's not even that their defense Eric is that Barry. bad right Eric now. Eric Barry can't be that important. Yeah, Barry, rather, yeah. They, I mean, they're not, and their defense isn't horrible right now. It's keeping them in the games, actually. The. Uh, I'm, I'm mad at the Broncos because I thought they should have covered yesterday. And they, for some reason, had Paxton Lynch. <laughs> Paxton or Paxton? Paxton. Who cares? Paxton Lynch. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> um, somehow they had him throwing on first and goal from the one or second goal from the one or whatever. He throws a pick and the game flips. But the, the, that the, co- that team, I think that guy's going to be one and done, Vance Joseph. Yeah, he might That be. team's a mess. Well, and and Tlaib looked like he just wanted to get thrown out of the game. Right. He's yeah, just I, like, just kick me out. I'm ready. Who are you angrier at there? But Tlaib for... Tlaib. Tlaib for committing Tlaib's so assaults. much more important than Crabtree. Yeah, the Raiders, receivers, you can just throw in other receivers. You can't replace Tlaib. He's no, probably I, a top four cornerback. I'm just talking about this necklace business. Oh, the it's necklace like the guy, He's committing an assault, but then there's Crabtree like, why wear this necklace every time you're playing right. Denver? What are you doing? <laughs> like, if you came to work with a nice, shiny necklace and Mallory Rubin... Oh, she would totally rip it off. She'd rip it off, and that's how she'd rip it. How many? How many times would you wear it? Would you continue to wear it every yeah, day? It's a, these are great points. Come on, what's going so on? You, you said that he was asking for it. The fence. Like, I, just I don't even know what I'm watching anymore. <laughs> Ripping off jewelry on the on the field. Like so stupid. That <laughs> Does he need to be paid in jewelry? <laughs> when is somebody going to get in a fight where they don't have their helmet, where they actually just get clocked and get knocked well, out? Tate, Tate I don't tweeted, know if that's ever happened. Yeah, Tate was all over that thing. It's like, let, let, you think let, Tlaib let, should take the helmet off? I wouldn't like swing until he did take the helmet off. That's a good... Right. You know, it's like, like square up, because then you yeah. put it on him. It's like, oh, if you really want to fight me, take your helmet off. Well, it's off. like hockey with the gloves. Like, I'm yeah. not, not until you drop your gloves, right? Well, Tlaib, <laughs> Tlaib was totally happy to keep it on. Yeah. I will say this. Tlaib's probably in the top five of guys you don't want to mess with in the NFL. Right. Like that. Yeah. Like if this escalated, I would. I would be more scared for Crabtree. You than just Tlaib, hand your necklace Tlaib. over to him. I Tlaib is a frightening guy. Yeah. Um, NFC, mm-hmm. Philly ten and one, Minnesota nine and two, but Minnesota's got at Atlanta, at Carolina next two weeks. Yeah. I 
I've probably been wrong on Minnesota more than any other team mm-hmm. this year. Everyone Case loved Keenum Detroit at some on point. Thanksgiving. Everybody loved Detroit on God, Matt Stafford stinks. Mm. I'm not betting on him again. I know he doesn't stink, but it just feels like every time I've trusted him, he's burned me. Might be the ankle, but yeah, he, he's tough. They should have they, at least covered away. that game. They're a stay away bet. Too. We had a nice little... Well, I guess we would have lost the parlay anyway because the Giants didn't cover. Well, we did all right this week, but favorites were 12-3, and three, like you said. Yeah. And favorites since week seven, you, you texted me this, 54-23-7. and seven. Insane. So, and so this was the week to pick five winners. If you're just going to pick winners, this is the week. To, if you could have stayed away from the Chiefs, but there uh, were some bogus last-minute sure, covers for the favorites. Carolina covering was insane. Agree. Cincinnati I'll, barely covered. Kaiser was Kaiser loves the back door. Yeah, Kaiser's always banging there. on the back can't door. He's like, hey, anybody hope? Yeah, uh, sledgehammer strong enough. Wait, no, what was the, the other? Well, there was the Colts, another. Colts, Tennessee was Tennessee was a late one. Mm-hmm. It, it, there was a point during uh, the early games that it seemed like all the underdogs were going to cover except for Philly. Yeah. And then, oh, and Miami not covering was kind of abnormal. It seemed like that right. that should have ended like at eleven points. Right, teams can't get out of their own. But um, yeah. So in the NFC, basically New Orleans, Carolina, eight and three, and Atlanta, seven and four. They all play and everyone each plays other. each other a they million times. There's just no yeah. way to know. New Orleans has the better schedule. I think they have Tampa and the Jets, and with an addition to you know the. Other so teams. could we say two of those three make it and somebody gets bounced? Yeah, and then Seattle. Seven I was and looking, four. I was looking at Atlanta, eight to one to win the NFC. Now, if it's the Atlanta that we saw yesterday, where Julio Jones—that's been form, Atlanta for a couple weeks. Yeah, remember we were saying in the pod two weeks ago. I was saying to you how many touchdowns it feels like they could have had this year. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan was just missing throws, and right. now it seems like he's making the throws, or sure. Sanu is making the throws. Yeah, Sanu, one of those two. Yeah, right. But if they're going to have to do it on the road, but I think eight to one is a nice price. A few weeks ago, we said Kamara at fifteen to one. Oh, for now MVP. Like, oh, now he's minus. Kamara's like unbelievable. Yeah, he's 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 crazy. And we also big like win for Kevin Clark, by Chargers. the way. Yeah, Kevin Clark, big Kamara fan. In uh, last April with the draft, that was nice. And Tennessee. I think I think uh, the football Good outsider runner. Aaron Schatz tweeted at him about why uh, why he's so high on Kamara because their projection system was that he wasn't that good. I know mm-hmm. nothing about college football. What co- what college did he go to? What was he? It was Tennessee. Tennessee. It's Brad's team. Volunteers. Did Brad like him? Yeah, yeah, he liked him. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think he spun around a few times. And I think ten screamed. wins minimum for the playoffs in the NFC. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Seattle seven and four, home for Philly this weekend Sunday night at Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. That's a dangerous game for them. Yes. Home for the Rams. At at the Clapper. Clapper might not be there by then. That's a win. And then home for the kind of frisky hanging around Arizona team that. Seems yeah. like uh, Bruce Arians is in the coach of the year discussion, I think. Right. I don't know how that team is even close away. to 500. Yeah. So, uh, see, you can't pencil in a win or a loss for Seattle. The, the Legion of Boom is gone. You don't know what they're going to do defensively. Same, and, it was 7 6 at halftime. Uh, I know. San Francisco thing. is hanging and probably left points on the table. And they barely beat them. They beat them like 12 9 the first time they played. Yeah. So I think we can cross off Green Bay and Dallas and everybody who doesn't have six wins. Fine for me. Uh, Detroit is six and five at Baltimore, at Tampa, home for Chicago, at Cincy, home for Green Bay. That is not a murderer's row schedule, and I have a feeling they're going to be hanging around somehow. Right. And we're going to be like, why the hell are the Lions here? But I think it's either Seattle, Atlanta, or the Rams. One of those teams don't make the playoffs, right? Yeah. 
I don't if, think we get three like, NFC South teams. No. What do you think, Tate? That's what it is right now, right? Like, but Atlanta's we're not going to end up that way because they'll play each other. Yeah. Yeah, because they'd be Panthers Saints, right? Well, mm-hmm. New Orleans plays Carolina and they play Atlanta twice. Right. So that something bad will happen with that. I would bet. I I think that Atlanta is the best of the three. I like the way. Uh, I think their defense has gotten better as it's gone along. I thought New Orleans was exposed yesterday a little bit. I know they were missing their corners, but Lattimore has to come back. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was surprised when you guys said they were three for thirteen on third down. The Rams. It seemed like they converted all game. Maybe it wasn't. Well, they're getting they did, a lot of first, second down stuff. First down, that nine yard carry by Gurley on first down. It's worse than a fourteen yard carry, I think. Like second and one means. Your defense isn't getting it back for a yeah. while. The Rams are smart about it. And then, like, completing the guys like Reynolds. and It's just... It, I thought they were exposed game. more on, uh, on, on offense, the Saints. Yeah. Because they didn't really start to get any momentum until they were, were basically starting to run the ball. But when they had to throw it, I didn't, I didn't think he had a lot of time. Could Wade Phillips win coach of the year? It's probably, That's the never happened, right? I, I thought that was a really important win for the Rams because they come off this. Very they're feeling great about themselves. Minnesota beats them pretty decisively. Mm-hmm. And now you go into this Saints game. You're not even favored by three at home. Nobody believes in you. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they really took care of business. And Goff is dangerous. And they, they didn't have Robert Woods either. And they had uh, Cup finally stepped up, my dude, who I traded for in fantasy. You, all he needed. Didn't you, start him. You, you, were, you were saying he wasn't that good last week. He yeah, wasn't. He it was his do. first good game of the year. <laughs> Watkins was good. A little fire under his ass. Gurley, I would say, is the best. So good. Best all-around back in the league right yeah, now. Yeah, he finds these tiny holes and like flies through them. The one thing, the one card the Saints have is they if they really fully unleash Kamara, mm-hmm. I wonder what happens. Because yeah. I bet on the Rams yesterday, so I'm just rooting for... Basically, when the Saints have the ball, I'm basically like, please don't give the ball to him. I'm, I'm well, you're rooting, of this guy. You were rooting for the field goal on fourth and goal from the three? Oh, yeah. Uh, what was that? Yeah. It was craziness. I, who, when you think when you're going to get down there twice more? Yeah, because... You can't stop them. Even if defense. they miss it, you're on the three. Of course. Something weird can happen. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, if you've ever seen anything we've done in my office on Instagram, spitguy33, by the way, is my Instagram handle. You probably noticed how nice my posters look. Well, our friends at Framebridge framed everything in there. Framebridge's experts custom framed my items in days, not weeks, not months, days. Delivered my finished pieces ready to hang. Go to framebridge.com. You can upload digital photos, Instagram, whatever you want. They'll do anything. Their designers will even help you pick the perfect frames. They offer a happiness guarantee instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store. Their prices start at $39, all shipping free. The TLC they put in their framing and packaging is incredible. It's one of my favorite companies. I would say they are a BS podcast Mount Rushmore sponsor. Just because I I, I look around my office, I just see Framebridge everywhere. Go to Framebridge.com, use promo code BS. You save an additional 15% off your first order. Again, Framebridge.com, promo code BS. All right, Sal, Thursday night. You're a Cowboys at home. Your Thursday night is ruined. Do you have a show? No, but my son has his band uh, concert. Oh, we do have a show, but my, my son has And your a band. son has a band concert? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna miss, and you have the Cowboys? I'm going to be able to miss this. this is good. I, think it's, I think it's a good thing you're missing this. Yeah. Cowboys home for the, uh, the Deadskins. I had the Cowboys by three. I said two, and it's one and a half. Dallas, uh, Vegas does not love Dallas. Dallas does not love its fans. 
33-19, Cowboys won October 29th. It's a rematch. Rematch week, a lot of these games. Is Des Bryant, he's just like a fourth receiver now? I don't know. He can't, he can't get away from anybody. I don't know if Dak knows the best How much way you to use him? him. Me, nothing. Well, how much the Cowboys? <laughs> I don't know. They can't get rid of him. They can't get rid of that contract. Is that that's what you're thinking? Is it possible Dak wasn't good all along, and it was just your offensive line was so good last year, and he has time, but the moment when he doesn't have time, and it's like he's under duress, that he folds, and maybe this is what happened in college. I have no idea. I think. Listen, I think it was a major, major whiff giving Dak the Rookie of the Year and the Clapper Coach of the Year last year. I the Clapper won Coach of the Clapper Year last coach year? Camus, no, he that, didn't. That's, what, that's what's supposed to happen in 2022. <laughs> you say the Clapper won Coach of the Year in 2016? Like, No, yeah, that happened last year. He's the I, coach why don't of the I year. remember that? I know. How did we not have a better option? We're all trying to block that out. God, Belichick. Belichick should just win every year. I know. Exactly. Tate, did you watch Dak Prescott in college? I mean, is it possible? Amount. Is it possible that he's two quarterbacks? If you have time, he's fine. If he doesn't have time, he's in trouble because he looks. I think you just hope he's not Kaepernick. You know, like he had this good two, three year window, and then it all just like once and they then figured, the league it, figured once him they, out. Yeah, once you get figured you out, you think he's like the Japanese sinker ball uh, side armor that comes <laughs> and, the, and the players and the batters figure him out within a year. Yeah. They know how to hit him. <laughs> it's a great sixty game run. Right, Sunday's marquee game. The Atlanta Falcons at home against Case Keenum and the Minnesota Vikings. (laughs) Would you rather have Case Keenum or Dak Prescott as your quarterback? I think still Dak. Yeah. That's good. Would you rather have Tony Romo or Dak Prescott as your quarterback? two weeks. (laughs) Did Romo enjoy Thursday night, do you think, deep down? No. The Chargers-Cowboys game. The fans were, they almost had a comment on it. The fans were yelling for Romo after that pick six. No, they weren't. They almost had a, the ones right below. I didn't know that. Yeah. They were yeah. chaining Romo Romo. They almost had to say something. Oh, my something. God. That was, that was your football highlight in 2017. <laughs> yeah. uh, Atlanta, home for Minnesota. I have Falcons by three. Yeah, we both got this exactly. Falcons by three. That's a nice game. I will say this about Minnesota, and I know the Vikings fans feel like we don't respect that their team at all mm-hmm. on the podcast when – yeah, the best man at my wedding going. is a Vikings fan, and I always root for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I think you can throw on them. I really do. I thought Cousins threw on them. I thought Stafford had guys wide open on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and I thought, I just felt, I just think you can throw and get to 30 points on the Vikings' day. I think they're good against the run. Sometimes Xavier but, Rhodes looks like he doesn't know how to play football. He's just tackling yeah. his receiver all the way down. Like, the field. I like the Falcons in this game. I think they can. I think they can make plays all game against the. They Vikings could be State. good. Is it weird to say I don't trust a better team at home yet? Like I think the Falcons are, have better value on the road. Interesting. I don't. You I don't, don't like know. them in the new stadium. Uh, man, it's rough. And Minnesota's a decent road team. The, the poop factor goes four deep this week. The Browns are a staple, as always. We can't have a poop factor without the Browns. Have to lead with that, yeah. They're playing uh, in the L.A. soccer stadium against the Chargers. And we haven't really seen a game like this for the Chargers at home, where if you're a Browns fan, you almost don't want to go out in public. You're almost. definitely not. You're not going, <laughs> you're not going to a road game in, Bra- in a Browns jersey. Right. It's Unless you're being ironic, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Like maybe a bunch of comedians with their own Browns jerseys or something. <laughs> if you're a Cleveland fan, you're not like, oh, my team's here. I got to go support them. Right. 
you probably would feel that you'd almost want to go wearing a Chargers You're saying the Chargers jersey. might have more fans, actually, at this game. There might be no fans at this game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what if the weather's not good? What would happen? What would they have to do? If there was ever a game for us to take our kids to, it would be this game. Right, right. My son has been dying to go to a football game, and I keep Dad, talking take about me to it. Whatever the biggest poop factor game is, take, take <laughs> this whatever is it. you lead with. I have the Chargers favored by 10. The Red oh, Hot Chargers. You went low. I said 12 and a half. 13. 13. That's absurd. See, the thing is, they don't have a home field advantage. So you can't, like, if they had, <laughs> if they were really at home, I would have said 13. But it's like, this is a neutral stadium, basically. Yeah, but they That's lost to Cleveland high. last year, right? That's too that, high. That was the team they lost to. Could they pull a Chargers and lose this game? Oh, man. Yeah, they totally just, could. You're just waiting for they it. They totally right? could. How Why about not? that uh, these guys touched on it, uh, Tate and Lombardi, that that collusion, that A.J. McCarron thing. I, I just love that. I love the Browns. Oh, the, uh, the I picture? Love, I love them meeting right at the end zone for everybody <laughs> yeah. to see. It's like, well, no, let's go into the stall in Section yeah. 218. Like, no, let's everybody Who are what these Cleveland people that are clamoring for A.J. McCarron that they're trying to appease? It makes no sense. So bizarre. Yeah, I keep feeling like there's a different A.J. McCarron than the one I watched a couple times with <laughs> right. the Bengals. Never watched A.J. McCarron and thought, watch out for this guy. Speaking of Browns quarterbacks, our friend Hench and I dug up a stat. Since 1999, which Browns quarterback, I'm sorry, which quarterback has the most wins at Brown Stadium? At Brown Stadium? Yeah. Derek Anderson. <laughs> Who is it? Ben Mother and Roethlisberger. <laughs> no. Not even it's a Browns. It's not even a Browns quarterback? Not even a Browns. He didn't even start his, his, his status from 1999. He didn't start his career until 2004. He That's plays there incredible. once a year. He's played there 12 times. He's got more wins <laughs> it than any like other Browns quarterback. Yeah, I think that's what it is, yeah. Ten and and two no other Browns quarterback had 11 no, home I don't even that's, think it's close. It's amazing. What's more amazing is we don't just bet against the Browns every week. Yeah, well, Like I this did. week, one of my bets was yeah. I teased the Bengals with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And both of those won anyway. Right, I didn't right, even right. need the six points. Right, like, I just know. bet the Bengals. I had it. Ugh. Although the Browns, they are always kind of lingering and making you nervous in the last five minutes. They, they always get, make you earn the win. I, I, maybe too many turnovers this game, though. Yeah. Bosa and Ingram, they might, they might just... I think the Chargers are numbers. legit good. Yeah. And Keenan Allen right now... I, I tweeted this on Thanksgiving, and then Julio had a monster game, so he might have grabbed the number two spot. But Antonio Brown's won. Mm-hmm. Receivers you're most scared of if you're gambling against the team that they play on. Hmm. Antonio Brown has won. Mm-hmm. Either Thielen or Julio Jones is too. Thielen's open all the time. Right. Just wide three, open. Three. Every third down and eight, it's like just triple team him. It doesn't mm-hmm. even matter. Somehow he's wide open. Julio's probably three. And what then about uh, Hopkins. Not not without a quarterback. Uh, I, I think Keenan Allen might be four now. I don't know. Keenan Allen's had put together he's like three hundred and seventy five yards receiving the last two games. Yeah. That's and he's good. open all the time. That's pretty good. But uh yeah, interesting times. Thielen. Thielen being didn't even have a great game uh, Thanksgiving. Like now, Keenan missed them a couple times. Yeah. Uh, Raiders, Raiders home for the Giants. This is an awful game. Please do not watch this game. This no. is really bad. I feel bad for everybody involved, and I have the Raiders favored by six. Uh, you're gonna get it. I said five. It's seven and a half. I like the Giants. That Raiders defense is so so bad. The Raiders are terrible. How do you do the they Paxton stink. Lynch? Like this isn't a guy you met last. You've nah. been with your if you're the coach, you've been with him since August. Like he's kind of like he's 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 the he's the Penn State guy for the Jets. Uh, Hackenberg. Why, why did I mention yeah, Hackenberg? Yeah. Oh no, so, no, even worse than that. <laughs> Jesus, he's just the next guy up. He's not the next best. You know why? Why start him? I just want to point out the Broncos were down seven. 
First of all, yeah. Trevor Simeon, like they dusted off the cobwebs and brought him out. He right. ran two straight touchdown drives. That's how bad that defense is. They throttle them twice. It's mm-hmm. third and nine. They're going to get the ball back. The, the, the Raiders have no receivers left. Cooper's gone. Crabtree's gone. Right. They have really nobody to go to. They have Corderell Patterson out there, mm-hmm. who's been one of the biggest busts of the last five years for receivers. Mm-hmm. Vance Joseph sends the house for some reason. Mm-hmm. A car goes back and just throws a lob ball. He's got three wide open receivers and one defensive back, and they get run for 50 yards for the clinching yeah. play it's like what defense is this right it was like they were running like a goal like in madden it was yeah, the so goal exactly line blitz yeah, you, you send uh, but you don't do that on on the other team's eight no it was so stupid that team's that, that's gonna have vance m- joseph lots is bad. of turnover that no he's coach bad no, coach. no quarterback no gm he's bad there's bad coaches this year there the might cla- be more the clapper's horrible there might be more bad coaches than quarterbacks it's close. The, uh, I mean, Andy Reid's last couple games were as as bad as it gets. Hugh Jackson, how does he still have a job? So even like Del Rio, like even, Del Rio's uh, like been the, awful not, this year. Uh, like Del Rio might have so always many. been awful. I remember when they hired him, I was like, "Wow, Jack Del Rio, he was terrible." And yeah. then he went for two for the win that one game, and it seemed right. like he got that was it. That he got three of months of momentum out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, last poop fecta game, the Bears are home for the 49ers. So people are wondering why Garoppolo isn't playing yet. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's a weird conversation because there's an obvious answer. He's way better than, uh, than the, the Bethard. Yeah. They don't want to ruin their draft pick. Interesting. I think that it, they're doing this whole, the guys of, well, we want to give them time to learn the offense. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go like three and three over their last whatever games. They probably right. told them they don't want him to get hurt. They probably told him, like, yeah, you're going to play like the once we know we're in the top four, you'll play the last two. Mm. I can't believe people don't see that. There's, I think you're, uh, that's a little NBA, Garoppolo's good. Yeah, NBA mentality there, right there. But I that's what it, their whole season's been. Uh, they want to get a top five pick this year. They'll get the top five. They can win four. He can win Not four necessarily. Games. Well, they have one win. Right. They can win three of the but next I think they want to get in the top three. Yeah. I don't know. Because they know it's that. It's not like they have, there's a quarterback waiting for them in the top three. You know, they got the guy. Right. But they're going to get potentially the best non-quarterback in the mm-hmm. entire draft. But you have to get in the top three or four, right? right? If the I if guess. the Browns are in there, who else? Who else is going to be in the top four? As far as quarterbacks, the Giants, Colts, maybe yeah. Giants, Colts Those four, right? Yeah. Colts aren't taking a quarterback either, right? Never yeah. know. Might trade luck. Listen, right. so listen, it's Garoppolo a mad is, scramble for the offensive tackle. Garoppolo is much better state. than Beathard. <laughs> Garoppolo is much better than. We're going to see him this week. He came on like a star. You look, look I, like I, I, I think they're going to hold out. them off one more week. Yeah. Happy birthday to uh, Eric Weinberger, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. He just went by and uh, pumped his fist. Yeah. That's that reminds excited. me, Cat. We got to do the captain. The captain will not rest until he's brought his adventurous wait, wait, spirit yeah. and delicious rum to every corner of America. Variety of the spice of life. That's why Captain Morgan has spiced up life quite a bit. Developed a collection of rum, each with its own distinctive flavor and personality. Every week, Sal and I pick a captain. Of the week, I didn't even pick a line for that last game, right? No, you didn't. You want to do it, it real was, quick? Yeah, Ray. Uh, which which San Francisco, was? Chicago? Yeah, I got Bears by three. Uh, you're closer. I said six and a half. It's four and a half. My captain of the week is Eric Weinberger, who oh, really? turned 47 today. There's no way and, he's 47. Uh, he's 47. He's well in his 50s. And here's why he's my captain. <laughs> I love when people are true sports fans, even when facts mount against 
uh-huh. the person they love and care about and root for. Yeah. I feel like I'm like this as well. I'm a true sports fan. Uh, he loves Eli so much that he named his his fourth kid Eli. Nice. Eli Weinberger. It's named it. after Eli Manning. <laughs> Mounting evidence that Eli Manning is not going to be the quarterback next year. Mounting <laughs> evidence. Almost an overpowering amount of evidence right. that he won't be the quarterback. Eric Weinberger. Just, just holding him. on. Good for him. Holding on. If we get a top three pick, why would we take a quarterback? We have one. There are eight <laughs> guys in the whole league who know how to do this. He's one of them. We guys, like, we're, we're back next year if this happens and we get this, that. I love his love for Eli Manning makes him my captain of the week. I like it. Good for happy birthday. Who right? else has beaten Belichick twice in a big game? I, I mean, I, Mark Sanchez I did. both uh, <laughs> agree and disagree vehemently. Is it possible? <laughs> with 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 all those Eli, with the Eli thing, I do. It's like I agree and disagree. It's like yeah, there's no one better. It's like oh, he's got to go. I don't know. <laughs> I go well, back and forth. This isn't like uh, the quarterbacks that are coming out this year. None of them are like sure thing locks. It mm-hmm. could be one of those like Blake Bortles type of drafts where right. we talk ourselves into three or four guys, but they're not actually. They should all stay awesome. another year in college, right? Way so I you can it. make a case if if yeah. you feel like. If Eli can stay in shape Tom Brady style and play four mm-hmm. more years, maybe you don't need a quarterback. Sure. I just love that he's so passionate about it. I like it. it. And you know it's, what? It's hilarious. My captain is also a fan. Okay. But it's a it's a, a lot of fans, or maybe not a lot. The diehard Rams fan. Oh. They're out there. And they're going they to are these, out there. they're going to these games. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of them stayed with the team after they went to St. Louis. Yeah. Now they're back and they're going to the stadium. 62,000, like they get a bad rap because, you know, that it takes 90 grand to fill that stadium. Yeah. 62 yesterday. It's a pretty good number. The, the cutaways, not too many Saints fans. No. Maybe the director of Fox or CBS should get the, the captain of the week, <laughs> but you're seeing more and more Rams fans at this game. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, this is for the diehard Rams fans. I'm not going to name you because it's embarrassing at, uh, at some point, but uh, maybe not so much anymore. Um, I'm giving you my captain of the week. Diehard Rams fans. I like it. All right. I think the Rams have a chance to have two playoff games here. Yeah. It's in play. Um, if they, they would have to be the three. I guess they'll at least have one, it looks like. But potentially two. You know what's cool about the Rams? Great uniforms. Nice to have those uniforms back. The yeah. old school. Looks good. Yeah, the old school Ferragamo style. Get rid of the gold. Yeah, All I like white, the white. Maybe. I was yeah. just going to say, go, I like the white better. The, I, navy's, I think, the yeah. navy and the yellow is... You don't like the gold? I like the navy and the yellow. I like the gold as the accent, but the white and the blue is what they well, do. Right now, yeah. All right, we're going to the brown zone. It's not quite good <laughs> enough for the red zone. It's the brown zone. This arguably could have been a poop fact the game. Mm-hmm. It maybe still should be. Packers, Bucks. Packers home for the Bucks. I promise you I'm not going to watch a minute of this game. Maybe it is a poop fact the game. Yeah, well, they don't have a line on it, so we don't. We can. I mean, uh, I guess Jameis makes that much of a difference that uh, they have not put a line maybe, on this. Game maybe yet. it makes it makes it less likely though. I win. think the Packers are favored either way. Yeah. I don't know. The uh, Tampa was in that game, and that the final score was closer than I think people. If you didn't watch, you the think game. so? That was another yeah, because they I had thought. the Fitzpat. They were down seven, and they they uh, would they turn it over like a fourth mm-hmm. and one. Right, but it seemed like it seemed like that was gonna be a tie game with like eight minutes left. It's just so much offense out of Atlanta. They have like five hundred sixty-one really yards or something. Doing it without Freeman, and it looks like Freeman. Who knows if he even comes back yeah. this year? Yeah, it's weird. All right, a legit Brown Zone game: Titans Texans. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to watch any of this game either, but I, the Titans are seven and four and the Texans, who knows after tonight, this Baltimore game, Baltimore seven point favorites tonight against Houston. They look like a logical pick unless you've watched Joe Flacco play football the last six right. weeks. Who knows? Texans might win and might still be in the playoff picture tonight. Yeah, Baltimore shuts everyone out or yeah. loses. Yeah. Baltimore falls behind seven nothing, and it's it's a catastrophe. They have no way to come back. I have the Titans favored by six over the Texans. I said six also. It's a it's a hefty seven, mm. full touchdown. This is a rematch. Houston, remember what happened the first time? Fifty seven fourteen. Right, but that obviously was with Watson. Watson. Obviously Watson. Yeah. Don't put the Titans in a tease. Is my recommendation. All right. Titans have a way of kind of sneaking out these wins that you're not really sure how they won. Mm-hmm. And they've covered games they probably shouldn't have covered. Wow. This is a borderline watchable game. I, I will be focused on... Actually, you know what? I'm moving this to the watchables. Uh, let's, go, uh, let's go Jags-Colts. Yeah, I was going to say the other division game, right? Yeah. Jags home. Bortles, uh, incredible again. The whole gamut yesterday. I had a couple nice QB runs, <laughs> a couple decent throws, a horrible pick. Just horrible. Really, three, really bad. Under three minutes really. left. It's like something you throw to your six-year-old just to just get this. Do you it, think he leads the league Badger. in picks under three minutes? Oh, boy. He's got it, right? He's got It, it had to have been his third this season. He doesn't know what he's doing. Even when he prances in the end zone, he runs it in. He looks like he wants to dive. He wants to do the Cam Newton. He doesn't know. He holds know, yeah. the ball out. He doesn't and understand and what he happened. He also looks like he's going to fumble, but he yeah. doesn't know what he wants to do. Very strange. There's a couple teams this year that you feel better when their defense is on the field for scoring if you bet on them in their offense. Yeah. The Jags are one. The Ravens are one. And uh, who's the third one? The uh, Dolphins, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> no, there's one more. Uh, the Giants. Oh, yeah. Giants, it's like they're down three with six minutes left. You almost want them to punt on first down and right. hope their defense makes a play. Right. So I have uh, Jags by seven and a half. You are a little short there. I said eight and a half. It's up to nine and a half already. That's, a That's big silly because I don't think the Jags have earned that kind of line no. respect from anybody. That's tough. What happened to Fournette? I don't know. Is I he, think, did he hit like the rookie? I didn't know they had the rookie wall for NFL. You know, they, they talk, uh, if you look at Lombardi and Tate talk about like how he doesn't come in on passing downs. He doesn't have yeah. a block team. And it's weird to me because this is a guy who came out and said the NFL is easy. NFL is so much easier. It's like, well, they obviously don't trust you in passing downs or, right. or long yardage And he got situation. suspended for a week. So yeah. th- it seems like there's stuff going on with him oh, off the yeah. field. Yeah. Like major stuff. Because he is not the same yeah, guy. Well, if you're listening, Leonard Fournette, and you know what's going on with you, call, please let us know. And also, Always. you should apologize to everyone who bet on you for Rookie of the Year. <laughs> yeah, right. Unfortunately, we were not those oh, people. Oh, man. Uh, another terrible game, Brown Zone. This is, a brown, this is like the epitome of the Brown Zone. Mm-hmm. Ravens-Lions. Yeah. Ravens at home. Nobody wants to watch this game. I'm sure it'll show up on the Brown Zone a couple times. And Flacco is a top-four quarterback for when he's on the red zone. Oh, yeah. When he's on the red zone channel, you've, you see him and you think it was a pick or a fumble. Mm-hmm. And you're surprised when it was actually like a positive play. Right, right. Cutler would be the the number one guy for that, but I think mm-hmm. Flacco is. Uh, He's right there. Flacco's in the top four or five. Bortles is another one. They're like, oh here, let's go to Jacksonville where Blake Bortles. They're like, oh this will be bad. This is going the other yeah, way. Yeah, this right? is going to yeah. be something horrible. <laughs> I had the Ravens by three and a half. I said that exactly, and it's uh, three. I'll tell you they this. Don't trust them. 
Loser leaves. Playoff, yeah, that's that's a loser leave. Get the t-shirts match. printed. Loser I don't like that matchup for Detroit. Because no. if Stafford's banged up and he can't move around, that defense can. I don't. I don't. He's not mm. having a good season as it is. Um, I think that defense could just throttle him. They're another weird road team, though. They come prepared for some reason. All right, the watchables. First one I had in the brown zone, but the more I stare at it, it feels like a watchables. Chiefs at the Jets. The Chiefs. You can't look away. <laughs> You can't look. You can't look away. <laughs> I had the Chiefs on. by three. I, I do not bet on this game, America. I got this exactly. I said three and a half. I don't know. You know, you look at it. They only have seven turnovers in six games. Like that's every team. Smith goes looks. To that. Smith is not passing the eye test. Well, it just doesn't make sense. He's not, not passing the eye test though. His his passes are. Uh, He's just missing open guys. But I also feel like they've won in this offensive line so bad. They've, he's, he's run. He's used his legs against the Giants. He ran for two first downs to keep drives alive. It's, it's, I, I, they're the enigma of the league right now. I don't even know if they're an enigma. No? I think they just suck. Really? Yeah. I think their defense isn't very good and they can't block. 57 yards in the first half yesterday. They saved Vegas, that's for sure. All the favorites won except them yesterday. Yeah. Well, they. Every, what have we had, like – Five of the last eight weeks, somebody's blown a three-team tease. Yeah. We've had all these like eight, nine, ten-point underdogs winning. Right. Yeah. That was at least the fourth one. That might have even been the fifth. Three watchable games other than Chiefs-Jets. I'm surprised you're putting one of these as an option uh, watchable. Well, I'm going to defend it right now. Rams at Arizona. No, not that one. Good. I just like watching the Rams. Yeah. The Rams, to me, are permanent watchable. That's fine. I think they're the watchable MVPs of the year. Yeah, they might be. They're really fun to watch. Are they rewatchables, though? Well, you can have a podcast <laughs> about them. And the- <laughs> Tate, you agree with that? I like the Rams, yeah. Are the Rams, been they've been one of the go-to teams this year. It's been great. It's offense. They're like the Falcons without the baggage. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a feel-good feel Falcons team. Uh, the Rams by six in Arizona. I think this is a... Scary game. I, I think they should be super careful of this one. I said six also. Vegas has them at seven. I would not tease Full this touchdown. game. Well, let me just say, another blowout. Like, if you look at these, uh, rem- these are all like these division games, rematches of blowouts. Rams 33 nothing October 22nd. Yeah. The Rams have taken care of business. And Lombardi pointed this out a month ago. When they have th- their hands on your throat, they choke mm. you to death. Mm-hmm. They're up ten. They go for seventeen. They're up seventeen. They want twenty. They want to be up by twenty four. Yeah, right. Like they, they just go for it every time. I think Arizona's. They're well coached. Um, they hang around. They can make they. Gabbert, who was, out of the league basically, mm-hmm. actually looked half decent yesterday. If you don't he have gets like a good a, defense, you know Ramsey locking down Fitzgerald yesterday was like that. That's. You're like, all right, well, Jags are going to win. Like, they still found the way to make yeah. that competitive. Yeah, I would be careful of this one. Uh, Saints Panthers, Saints home. Cam had a zigzag game. Every, everyone's feeling great about Cam. And then yesterday, he wasn't that good. Yeah. They still pulled it off. I'm sick of these Not guys way less than him shoving him to the ground and getting the, getting the flag. But, you know, Tate, I know, as you point out, if it happens. <laughs> when he doesn't deserve it, he gets it. Oh, when yeah, he when he gets lit it. up and he yeah. gets like a helmet-to-helmet hit from yeah. like, you know, Von Miller or Shane Ray or whoever, the, it's no flag, no but flag. when it's like someone just pushes him down, like Dwight Lowry, it's like, yeah. oh, throw it up. Ugh, Jets are so stupid. <laughs> I like Carolina in this game. You do? Yeah. I think uh, I'm not sold on the Saints. And I think they took advantage they, of 
some schedule luck mm-hmm. and caught some teams on the right weeks and stuff like that. And I'm just not 100% sold on them. They they barely beat that terrible Washington team. I thought they got legit beat this week. Now, they're missing their corners. They have an excuse. But the excuse makes me think this week is dangerous for them because people are like, well, they only lost last week because Latimer didn't play. Like, no, they would have lost anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I, I like Carolina. I think Carolina will go into that game thinking they can win. Keekley's 100%, right? Yeah. As long as you have him... I went to the first game. I went at Carolina when the Saints came to Carolina this year. 34-13. And they wrecked them. It was. Yeah. I went to the one game the Panthers looked the worst this season. And then it's I was a like, revenge game. Yeah. So that's what I think. I hope so. But I don't know. The Saints look so much better than the Panthers that week that yeah. it could happen again. What do you like? Keekly's, Keekly's uh, what's the ad he does? Solaflex? No. Uh, what's what that ad that's on all the time? He's a Geico ad. Geico. Yeah. Where he's working out? Yeah. But he's, yeah but he's doing. That's the funniest ad. It's unintentionally hilarious. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. It's like, all right, Luke, here's the concept. So you're going to work out. We're just going to film you working out. I want you to look yeah. serious. Get some lifts in. Do your routine. We'll tape you. I that's thought it was just B-roll and he just sent it to all these companies and you could just slack because it just pops up Geico. <laughs> like it could be any company. It's so not a Geico ad. That's porn. It's porn to tape. That's what that is. He, does, he plays it, with the sound. I don't off. even, what does it have to do with Geico? It's like, here's Luke Kickley working out. Get Geico. Yeah. Uh, you have a line on this yeah, one? Yeah, I got Saints by four. Uh, I think they get that one-point bump because they kicked the shit out of them. Oh, all right. I said four also. Three and a half. I like the Panthers. It's a close one. They're saying they're basically even teams. Last one, Pats Bills. Pats at Buffalo. I think you missed the game. No, because we had two left. Did we do Denver-Miami? No, we didn't. I I did miss a game. (laughs) Denver-Miami. I was going to say, how is he making this watchable? Oh, that was in the Poop Fecta. Oh, okay. Did we not yeah. do it? Well, we do? Oh, we skipped it? It was, so, it was so shitty, I forgot <laughs> to do it. Uh, Dolphins, I had Dolphins by three. Yeah, you get this. I said four, and it's only one. They stink. Both teams stink. Don't one, watch though. that game. Yeah, stay away. Pat's Bills. I'm about to uh, unveil my controversial Tyrod Taylor, Nathan Peterman theory. Mm-hmm. I think McDermott, who took an unbelievable amount of shit for that decision, I think he knew what he was doing all along. Yeah. Why? He knows he's going to get the tiebreaker over the Chargers? I think they knew. <laughs> I think he knew the Chargers were going to beat them this week. Mm-hmm. I think he didn't like the vibe of his team. Really? And I think he I think he looked at it and said, I'm going to put this Peterman guy in. <laughs> if he's awesome, great. If he's terrible, takes the heat off Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. What's wrong with this guy? Now Tyrod Taylor comes back. Nobody believed in me. Mm-hmm. And it flips our season. Well, I think first of all, a lot of credit. Everyone's a lot of credit. I, it's just a theory. <laughs> it's fun. It's just a conspiracy theory. <laughs> they lose that game anyway. They're going to lose that game with Tyrod Taylor without him. The Chargers are better. They but, but everyone's like, but oh, they blew that. that game. It's like, no, they didn't. They were going to lose anyway. But what if they do lose to the Chargers? Nah, the they weren't. Breaker. They weren't beating the Chargers. They're losing anyway. Uh, this is some. This is conspiracy. Did he talk this over with management first? Like this is a really. As risky, I said, it was a conspiracy thing. theory. I've been reading a lot of the conspiracy. Uh, Reddit has a conspiracy oh, yeah. board, and it's phenomenal. It's a lot of JFK stuff, oh, and yeah. it's right in my wheelhouse. And I'm, I'm very conspiracy heavy these days. We'll but, uh, for this. but listen, let's say they're losing that Chargers game know. anyway. Yeah. 
they've now flipped the season around. All of a sudden, they have all this positive momentum behind Tyrod Taylor. The co- oh, I was wrong. And now they're going to lose are by good. thirty. To, this the, is a sports to, movie to, move. To the Patriots. They're going to lose. They're going to uh, lose. Maybe they'll win. Times. Maybe McDermott's a genius. Well, if he wins this game, I'll I'll I'll, I'll lean you away a little bit. The Pats. They're a migraine team. The Bills. To yeah. bet on. You get. You just. You can't go either way with them. The ter- the uh, terrible Pats schedule has hidden some sins on this team. <laughs> I will say their front seven still shaky. Brady gets hit a ton. Brady's getting hit more this season than he's gotten hit since like two thousand nine. Really? Yeah, he takes a lot of hits. Mm. Um, it's it's maybe they don't like that he's such a stat whore. The line is yeah, like that might be part of uh, rebelled against them. You're starting to hurt my feelings with that. <laughs> Sunday night, Seahawks, Eagles. Well, you didn't pick a line. Pats, Pats minus <laughs> that's, six. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> Pats minus six, I got. I said seven and a half, and it's nine. Nine. <laughs> nine. That's ridiculous. I don't know. This I is like a totally it. losable game. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it should be 10. Yeah. <laughs> you know what quarterback has the most wins in Buffalo? Who? Jim Kelly. No, <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> probably right? since 1999, I would say Tom Brady, right? It's probably close. Or since Jim Kelly retired, yeah, it's, it's got to be Tom Brady. He's got, he has at least 12 or 13 wins there. Mm-hmm. Probably maybe Bledsoe. Bledsoe had that one good season for them. Mm-hmm. Sunday night, Seahawks, Eagles. Great game. Really fun. That's an awesome one. Can't wait for this. Uh, you already let me know I was dead wrong in this. I had the Seahawks by one and a half, and you're telling me the Eagles are favored. Yeah, I think I'm going to win this week. Uh, I said Philly by three and a half. It's four and a half. And like I said, first time in like five or six years that they're three point or more underdog at home. I just want to point out I was six points off with that line. <laughs> and whenever that happens. You're going to win? No, whenever that happens, usually that's a bad time, sign for the team that mm-hmm. it swung too far. Right. I think that line is too high. Yeah, I, they just beat beat the hell out of everyone. That's talking about choking the team to death. They they had three turnovers yesterday and still out-totaled the Bears in yardage 420 to 140. Spectacular. Pete Carroll is entering that might be losing control of the uh, steering wheel stage of... Yeah. Like, it took them five years to figure out a good, end, a good play inside the two-yard line. Mm-hmm. Which they finally did. They put all the receivers on one side. Jimmy Graham against one D back, and he just ran a little slant, and it worked. I think he has a tell, and that's. I mean, he's letting us know that he's losing control. He is chewing gum at a remarkable <laughs> rate, the, unbelievable the rate, volatile rate, the off, wait, off yeah. the charts, like even worse than three years ago. Monday night, and Chancellor's out. I don't know if you guys have Chance, Chancellor's out for the season. He's yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. They're they're they Legion of bust. If Garoppolo played yesterday, I think the Niners would have won. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Monday night at Cincy. This is the game where Vontez Perfect might pull a last Boy Scout and just start shooting people on the field. Wow. Steelers by three and a half at Cincinnati is my pick. Uh, wow. And I, I'm parlaying that with a Vontez Perfect murder. You lost bad this week, Bill Simmons. I mean, yeah. You, you, I could see why you wanted to skip the line on some of these. It's Pittsburgh six and a half. Oh, that's and absurd. Exactly. Since he's playing half decent. 29-14 win October 22nd. That's a mistake. That line's too high. All right. I don't know. All I can do is is be judged by my super contest record, which is right now. Yeah, what's going on with that? Right now it's uh, 34 and 24. Why don't you just tell me what they are instead of we go through all these teasers and nonsense. Like, I didn't like this week. Yeah. I still got it out to three and two. I really like this week. All right. I mean, I didn't like last week. 
All right, so coming off a really successful Parent Corner special episode <laughs> of all of our uh, Parent Corner things, mm-hmm. um, expectations are high for this week. I'll let you go first. I don't, you know, I, I wish I had a great one, but this is, it actually sounds like champagne problems. But you know when you want to upgrade your TV? Like I'm yeah. getting a bigger TV for the living room, yeah. right? Now what, hap- what TVs happens? TVs are much cheaper these days. Exactly. What happens when you do that? All the other TVs move to the other rooms, right? The den TV goes to the bedroom. Bedroom yeah, yeah, goes yeah. if you're lucky you enough. You start demoning TVs. Lucky enough to have Tate, a, you'll a get it. When you have a family someday, you'll understand. Tate, listen to this. Tate, it's great. Like, this is the future right <laughs> here. Rich people problem. It's really good. Uh, so now my 12-year-old is like, all right, well, we're getting a new TV. I get the whatever the shittiest TV is now yeah. like, in my room. He doesn't have a TV in his room. Mm. Do your kids have TVs in their room? My daughter does. She does. Yeah. When did she? When did this happen? Uh, about a year and a half ago. And it was a part of a rotation switch. No, or you it just was got a, a new one. It was a TV demotion. Really? Yeah. 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 It was one. Of, it was a leftover TV. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know what to do here. I don't want to give it to him because I don't think we'll ever see him again. On the other hand, he doesn't get along with any of his brothers. So right. It would. It would. It would cost me nothing. And there would be less screaming. My You'd wife never have would to be see screaming. him again. Wouldn't yeah. have to see him. Wouldn't have to, the screaming. Yeah. But we said no. You said no. You held it. Yeah. Up. So now I have this extra TV and I want to raffle it off. Well, not raffled off, but maybe we have some kind of contest for this. Why don't you the dangle TV it? my son should have had, but it's not getting Why do you dangle it over his bed like a money in the bank match? <laughs> just I said, I, I take out think- a billboard so he drives when he drives by from home, he just sees it. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna hang it in your bathroom. We're gonna put it in his bathroom. If you want it that much, we'll see. We'll see if you want it. But I want to raffle. I want to give this away to a, a winner, uh, a listener or something. Well, we'll come up with a, a contest midweek or something. That's a yep. good idea. Okay. I like that. <laughs> which, how, which, tell us more about the TV. Uh, well, I don't know which one it is yet. So um, Okay. But, you know, it's enticing. A, it's a flat Mysterious. screen. It's not one of those big ones with the yeah. the big uh, back backyard. So it's a flat screen from like three, four years ago. It's not ago. a yeah. Magnavox. No, no, not a Magnavox. I didn't get the specifics. I should have gotten the specifics. You know what we'll on. do? Because we're doing yeah. the Steve Kerr mailbag. Yeah. The best mailbag answer. What question should it be, though? Uh, no, I'm saying the best oh. the best mailbag question for the Steve Kerr thing. Okay. Um, Gets my extra TV. Yeah, but it should probably be somebody in the LA area. What do I care? Why? Are you going to mail it to them? Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Now oh, it's going to complicate. You're mailing a TV. I don't want them coming to my house. My, my <laughs> yeah, son, that'd I be think weird it's better too. if they come to your house and have your son stand there and <laughs> have to give it to him. tear dropping down <laughs> face. There goes my TV. When I was 12 years old, I had a paper route, and I got a, t- I yeah. had a four-inch black and white TV, and I would watch The Odd Couple at 11 o'clock, and The Honeymoon is 11.30 every night, and that was it. But you I know worked what, for it. You know what? My uh, I spent Thanksgiving with my mom. Yeah. And she reminded me that when I when my parents got divorced, they used to take the train back between Boston and Connecticut mm-hmm. to see my dad on the weekends. Well, first it was to see my mom on the weekends, and then I moved to Connecticut. Um, but my stepdad got me this TV that was like probably a little bigger than an iPhone yeah. and fatter, and it had an antenna. Yes, I have one of those too. And it, I, t- was I the totally forgot about cord, or was it a? Uh, it was like this little. Metal. Ante- it was like oh, it was this metal, metal antenna. Okay. Yeah. And I would take the train, and I could watch it on certain points of the train, or yeah. when it stopped, or oh, when I was whatever. No it, but it would only get like the local channels, like right. two four seven. So when I would take the train back on Sundays, I could catch football games. 
Can you I'd be watching how... these Patriot games. They would fade in and out. And, <laughs> and uh, man, we've come a long way. Yeah. Now it's like my iPhone is connected to the Sunday ticket package. And like, it's just, it's Too amazing. Yeah. We have to, everybody's shitting on 2017. I think sometimes we have to embrace the positives. You're right. You're right. Um, my parent corner this week. So this isn't my parent corner, but I did. I spent the weekend with my daughter mm-hmm. in, uh, in San Diego. And it's, it's, it was good. It's the, you know. <laughs> whole uh actually i guess this could be part of the parent corner um we went to go we were she had this three-day tournament in san diego and uh on saturday we didn't have a game in the afternoon and she wanted to go to the movies so we went to go see murder of the orient express there or as go. my daughter or as my son calls it murder in the polar express that's what he <laughs> thought the movie was so we go and it's it's basically sold out and ladybird was playing Right. Which I really wanted to see. And I was told, like, Amanda Dobbins of The Ringer said... It's going to win an Oscar. Zoe should see it. It's important. It's about this girl in high school Mm -hmm. and relationship with her mom. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take her. So we go to Lady Bird. There's a losing the virginity scene in there, which I wasn't totally prepared for. And hanging out, really enjoyed the movie. It's, you know, it doesn't cross any lines. And then all of a sudden... uh, she decides she's gonna gonna lose her virginity with this guy, and she's on top. And we're in this Sinopolis theater. Tate just looked at me terrified. Uh, <laughs> I, I watched so- Fast Times at Ridgemont High on the flight back, so that also happens in that movie. But it's oh, probably yeah. probably totally different and more fun. This was a little more subtle, but still, I didn't know where it was going. Yeah. And we're in this Sinopolis theater, which is this theater they had in Del Mar, which is nice, uh-huh. and it's like it's got like the recliner seats and all this. <laughs> And I like dive over to cover her <laughs> eyes, and she's covering her eyes, and uh, and it, it's, she's at this point more embarrassed to be around you than we're both you embarrassed. This way, you just have you sh- yeah, it's it's horrible. And there's ten seconds, and her eyes are closed, and there's like a, a little groaning. Yeah, and I just wanted to die, but that's not my parent corner. For <laughs> Let this me just week. say, I, yeah. I just thought of an idea while you said that the movie theater should provide you with an extra bucket. You buy your popcorn, and then you get an empty bucket, mm. so you could shove put it, it over, over your kid's head. Yes, when the sex scenes are going on, the, the, or or you should just club your kid unconscious yeah, until the thing ends. Yeah, something some kind of injection. It was, fortunately, it, it ended within like 10, 12 seconds. Oh, you have such bad luck with this. <laughs> well, that but that's I All have right. a better parent corner story this Go week. Ahead. So. We're we're hanging out on Wednesday night. There's this new show on Showtime called Smilf. Yeah, right. And we had the lead. Funny show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Put it on. My daughter's working on some science project. She's not watching. My wife, my wife and I are watching, and my son's on his, like on somebody's iPhone, just watching Mm -hmm. slime videos or something. I'm barely paying attention. Smilf starts. There's a basketball scene. It's fine. It's it seems it seems okay. And I'm I'm going through basketball scores and not really paying attention. And then all of a sudden I say, Bill, Bill, turn it off. And I look up, and the lead character of Smilf has one of those like tiny little rabbit vibrators. Mm-hmm. And she's like, turn this up. So now I'm grabbing the remote and I flip it off. And not sure if my son saw anything. And my son, my son turns, he's got this big smile on his face. And he goes, she was going to use a vibrator on her JJ. <laughs> he just turned 10. He totally knew what was going on. And 
And it was man. it was one of the most horrifying moments of my life. Oh, he's making his own slime. She was going to use a vibrator in her JJ. <laughs> Actual quote from my son. Uh, There's no bucket for that. My daughter had probably had no idea what was going on. My son instantly recognizes the rabbit vibrator. Um, so now, now it's big. big <laughs> you need to check what he's watching on his phone. Yeah, big debate about maybe our YouTube, our YouTube yeah. uh, <laughs> parental control things. Are. Where is he finding this rat? Did the Undertaker pull out a rabbit vibrator? I, I barely it, know what a rabbit vibrator looks like. It's crazy. Yeah. So uh, yeah. She's, I'm uncomfortable. She's going to use a vibrator on her JJ. <laughs> I blame Leatherface. Yeah. That's Who a knew Leatherface was going to be a, a more positive story than yeah, that story? Right. So anyway, the, the moral of that story is don't watch Smilf with your uh, yeah. with your 10-year-old kid. Don't watch anything. Don't, don't watch anything. <laughs> Just put your kids have in the empty your TV. Have the empty bucket ready. God, what a week for me. What do you got to plug? Anything? <laughs> I don't know how I topped that, but... Uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live tomorrow night, Tuesday night, the Red Show benefits AIDS. We're going to have Bono on. And uh, against all odds, we'll go over the conference picks. Bobby Carpenter will join us. And Bob Arum next week. We have a lot of Bobs. I think Bob Newhart, I think, hopefully later on. No, Did the parlay we'll kid have a better week this week? He lost again. Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> yeah. the bed should we start? Him. Should we sh- be shorting the parlay kid? <laughs> it's hard because he does parlay. So how do you do How do you, how do you, how do you short, short the parlay? parlay but... Maybe you just bet the other teams yeah, until, in the parlay. Until they lose. Right, yeah. He's still yeah. confident, though. He is very confident. <laughs> He's going to win. What was the, the Mike Tyson the Mike Tyson game? Who was the first, like, the Joe... What the first it? person you fought in the Mike Tyson video game? It was, it was Glass Joe. Glass Joe, right. Yeah, the Glass the Joe. The parlay kid is the Glass Joe of our generation. I love it. He's got to <laughs> rally out of this. Come on, Glass Joe, <laughs> win. Pick one of these conference Glass championship Joe. games right. <laughs> all right good job Issa. good job at you billy hey have you heard about sonos one it blends great sound with amazon alexa for hands-free control of your music and more use your voice to play songs turn on lights adjust the temperatures check news and traffic manage smart devices and more with helpful amazon alexa skills all using a single sonos speaker sonos one backed by a pair of class d amplifiers and custom built drivers the sound is face-melting and pure. Since Sonos is continually updating with new features, services, and skills, your music and voice options will both keep getting better. Over time, right now, Sonos is offering listeners of the BS Podcast 10% off one order of $2,500 or less for any product on Sonos.com. That offer is available for a limited time only. cannot be combined with other discounts or promotions. Use the promo code SIMMONS10. Simmons10 at Sonos.com to receive this exclusive offer. See for yourself. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. That is Sonos.com, S-O-N-O-S.com, code Simmons10. All right, on the line, my dad. It's his 70th birthday. Today, turn 70, you made it. Congratulations, Dad. Uh, thank you, I think. 70, I... It's not a birthday I was looking forward to, but, and everybody keeps telling me when they call me today that 70 is the new 50, but I think that's, that's only what for they're people, saying? yeah, but yeah, that's what they're saying. 70 is the new 50. Yeah. But I think, I, I like think it. it's, it's people who haven't turned 70 who are telling me that. So I think when they turn 70, they're not going to be saying that, <laughs> but, uh, Hey, <laughs> 
I, I feel 50, and obviously I look 50. Well, I would and say... My, my, my mind is really alert, and I, I know so much about sports that I should have my own podcast. And I'm thinking that a 70-year-old could probably take out an age discrimination suit against the ringer. So keep that in mind. I... I, listen, if if there's sponsors out there ready to sponsor the Blue Plate Special, we're we're happy to do it. You would think like that would be an, an underexploited podcast market, right? I, I, I think AARP was probably going to sponsor it. Do you think they could do that? Maybe maybe some uh, yeah. What what is Depen- some dip- depends diapers? Depend. Yeah, depends. I mean, I could I could give you a list. Some wine uh, wine would be a good one. Well, Viagra, Cialis. Viagra and Cialis could be good. The uh, for your seventieth birthday, I got you um, a very successful Celtic season and a su- successful Pat season and a decent Red Sox thing. Our our teams are looking good. I think this next decade is going to be great for you. It's been very enjoyable. Uh, yeah, you know the it's been fun to ride the Celtics wave. Uh, the Patriots for what seventeen years now have been so much fun and. Uh, they looked pretty good yesterday. I'm a little worried about how we keep getting banged up, but um, hopefully nothing too serious. I don't mean so to. Good. I don't mean to put you on the spot on your 70th birthday, but I think okay. you need to apologize to America for not liking the Kyrie Irving trade. I think it's time. Yeah. I, do you have a, a, a clip of me actually saying I didn't like that trade? Yeah. Actually, I, I you did. You you literally came on the podcast and said we gave up too much and you weren't sure. I, I'm not believe. My memory might be slowly fading, but that's not what I said. I, I talked about how I watched the whole season of Isaiah Thomas giving heart and soul to the team. Yeah, and I just I just had mixed feelings about how he had been treated. Um, I, it was really not about Kyrie Irving. It was about the Isaiah Thomas piece of letting him go and, and how strange it all seemed. And, um, yeah, I'm a little worried about that Brooklyn draft pick every, every day I look in the standings and hope that Brooklyn went won the night before and that Cleveland ends up with like the fifth pick instead of the second or third pick. But I, I'm going to have to be very honest. Kyrie is like, like no player that I've watched in person before. I thought Isaiah's season last year was phenomenal and kind of out uh, otherworldly, but play Kyrie Irving is a magician with that ball. It almost looks like he has the ball on the string, doesn't it? He's unbelievable. The crowd loves him. He's, the crowd loves him. The crowd loves they Isaiah too, but this is it feels different. slightly different I, because Kyrie is just incredible. Isaiah would have. You know, he had he had certain moves that he would do. But you we got used to him over a while. We knew when he was gonna do them, but he had like his four or five go to things. Kyrie has no go to thing. It's like he can have five guys in front of him. He just goes through every it's like watching Bobby Orr. I'm not gonna say that so quickly after a quarter of a season, but it, it is I, I mean, I used to tell you when when you were growing up that there was only one hockey player that would keep me home watching TV to watch a hockey game at night, yeah. and, it, and it was Bobby Orr. And I, I kind of feel the same way about watching Irving. Now, I mean, last year, again, I don't want to be too repetitive, but uh, Isaiah, I, Isaiah's season was so unique. 
the, his ability to hit the three-point shot he was different than Kyrie's. He, yeah. He, I'm sure his percentage with threes, it, it was higher than Kyrie's. Is. But he also had trouble, um, as we saw in the playoffs, getting into the basket, getting into the middle. Kyrie, I think if he wanted to score at any time during the game, he could. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think he's I think he's unstoppable when he wants to do what he does and get to the basket and and make make the other players look silly trying to guard him. So that's unique and that's different than Isaiah. The uh, here's here's the text you sent me after the trade on August twenty third. Oh no. Still startled by the trade, does he really think the world is flat? <laughs> well, what's the matter with that statement? I, I'm still, I still have, don't have an answer to that question. I don't care anymore, by the way. I, if it is flat, that's fine with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have, I don't have an actual text from you. Well, about, you see, I, you, you know that you're, you're you did come on the pod history. though. Now you're making stuff up. Uh, if that's the most you have as evidence, that says nothing about my feelings about Kyrie as a basketball player. Then on August 31st, and I, and I, you, I, you texted, Irving, Hayward, Horford, Brown, Tatum, and Smart should be fun. Okay. Sounds like you were kind of talked yourself into it a little bit there. I, it was no, not a matter of talking myself into it. I just felt really badly like... Yeah, I know. You've, most... most most good Boston basketball fans felt about uh, Isaiah and uh, what he gave to us and the way it went down, I guess. But And you miss Jay Crowder. You miss you miss watching him. There's <laughs> another piece of this. <laughs> I am thoroughly enjoying Jay Crowder's year so far in Cleveland. Uh, we, we knew he couldn't shoot the three. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty funny to watch his... Uh, I don't know if he's gotten over thirty percent yet. I don't. I don't think he has. But great teammate. Um, he he somehow became a little bit overrated as as the whole thing went along. And then you see like uh, the the athleticism of Tatum and Brown. I I don't. It's as you said. It's early and it's been only twenty games. But from just a sheer fun standpoint of just a most fun night to night team to watch, where you kind of feel like you have to watch because you don't want to miss anything. Right. This this team's way up there. I, I I'd almost have to go back to the Reggie Lewis teams, the last couple, uh, the teams with uh, Reggie Lewis and D Brown and uh, McHale Bird with the back brace. That was the last time I remember night to night just feeling like I didn't want to miss a game. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the O seven O eight year was a was just an outstanding comeback year, but. Um, it was it was Nobody, fun because we were good again, but it wasn't it wasn't yeah. it wasn't like it it wasn't as entertaining as this team. You know what I mean? It was no. entertaining, but not not in this way. Where well, um, Garnett was entertaining. We always yeah, he were wondering was awesome. what, what he was. Yeah, but it was like was it was in do. a way it was entertaining in a way I've seen before. This team, it's like I, just Kyrie night tonight is is just just incredible. The Tatum is as much much fun as I've had watching a Celtics rookie. I don't even know how far you'd have to go back. I, he's, yeah, I he's, agree. He's more I, fun than Pierce was as feel, a rookie. You and I have the same feeling about Tatum. We just wish he 
played more. I'm not sure. There are times Stephen takes him out, and I'm not quite sure why. Um, he can be a little passive in the first half in certain games, and, and that's all being a rookie. Uh, there's so much further potential with that guy. Uh, he's got, and he's making the he's making the three point shot that people wondered could he shoot the three in the pros. He's got like six offensive moves already, which I, which yeah. is, you know, I wrote about a couple weeks ago. I wrote about how he has that Doctor J swoop, two step right. swoop move from either side. He can do it left or right. He's got the pull up jumper, which is a shot that we take for granted, but not everybody has it. And he can also shoot from three. And then he has a post-up move that I, I I feel like is the great unexplored terrain of the Celtics season so far. When they post him up, I always feel like something good's going to happen. He can pass out of the double team, too. He is one of the most polished young players I've ever watched. Um, I agree. He's, he's, and and, he, and you, it, you think he's 24 years old, and he's... Yeah. He's 19 years old. We saw... we. I didn't. You didn't go to a lot of the games. Pierce's rookie year, the strike season. I used to take your tickets and right. go. And Pierce, Pierce had played three years in college, and was on a team that was kind of a mess. And they were Patino was a disaster. And, and Pierce would show flashes, and it was clear that he had he could get to the rim when he wanted. He had a pull up three like Tatum does, and he had kind of that herky jerky old man game already. I actually think Tatum's offensive game. I don't think the stats will reflect it because he doesn't take as many shots, but I think his game is just more advanced than Pierce was. And he's three years younger than Pierce was that season. I agree. You, you haven't seen him in person yet. He's, no, he's I, saw him, I saw him in person in the Nets game. I, his arms, oh, okay. His arms he's are... A lot uh, isn't, he, isn't he a lot bigger than you thought? Yeah, his arms are long. He's he's yeah. he's a solid 6'9", but it almost feels like he's seven feet. And he's had some rebounds in traffic that... Right are like these big boy in a crowd man rebounds, you know? And then, I agree. I agree. And then you were away. You went to London to, to see my cousin during the Warriors game, but Jalen, Jalen made a leap and I don't know if it's going to last, but he went to another level starting with that Warriors game. And, uh, athletically he's starting to put it together. There's some really interesting comp stats of him with people like Paul George and Jimmy Butler year one, year two, if you look at his numbers versus guys like that, he's he's hitting all the right checkpoints. And he's I think he's better than I think either of those thought he was going to be. Uh-huh. Don't you agree? I agree. I I, uh, I had questions about him last year just because he had he, he was so inconsistent shooting the jump shot. Yeah. And, second, and secondly, he was extremely tentative on offense. Yeah. Uh, was, I mean, you and I talked about it so often on – They'd come down and he'd go in the in the in one of the two corners right. and just stand there and and not be aggressive when he got the ball. He doesn't do that and anymore. That's, that's not the case this year. He's very aggressive. Uh, I'd like to see him go to the basket more. <clears throat> I think sometimes he settles for the three when he's such a terrific finisher. I'd like to see him go to the to the basket. And then uh, it's and- been a it's been a fun season. Uh, and Horford's been a lot better this year because uh, the way he plays off with Kyrie. Kyrie has made yeah, Horford better. That's a that's a real difference. The the Horford Thomas combo um, was not the, like this. that. wasn't That wasn't Thomas's game. He yeah, was, you know, and you can really see the difference with Kyrie. You know the the other thing, and and it's 
you, you and I over the years, it's something we always would take a look at. What's the bench look like? You know, when they have a timeout, what's going on? Before the game, uh, yeah. what's going on? And this is a team that likes each other. Uh, obviously, they have a great coach, but the players really like each other. When when somebody scores, they're all up cheering for the guy. It doesn't. It could be the twelfth man on the team. Yeah, um, those are things I really am encouraged by in terms of going forward because you didn't see that on the Cavaliers. And right. you know, do I have a hope for my seventieth birthday? I hope that Hayward is back for the playoffs. Nobody's talking about it. It's a long way away. Uh, well, you that think would like be fabulous. The Hayward thing is like the great unknown because clearly Tatum and Brown would not have played this much and got thrown into the fire like they got. But you don't want that to happen at the expense of Hayward breaking his ankle, and who knows if he's ever going to be the same. But if he does come back and he can even give them 20 minutes a game in mid-April off the bench, they're missing that. They're missing that one other forward they're who knows what they're score, doing. They're yeah. missing one other missing, scorer that knows what they're they doing. Are. And Tatum right. had the deer in the headlights in the Warriors game, which was totally understandable. But that was the game where it made you realize how much they rely on Tatum's offense sometimes when nothing else is working. Or Jalen Brown, one of those two guys, which is, you know, um, not ideal for two guys who are still trying to figure out who they are. Hayward would help. Well, you throw a, you throw a second team of... Uh of Tatum, Baines, Smart, and Rozier yeah. coming off the bench. Uh, and Rozier, I think Rozier's taken a step forward. Uh, yeah, he's been really good. I The thing I've been telling people, because they've been asking me if this is a fluke or not, and it's not a fluke because Kyrie is one of the best nine players in the league. Um, but the other thing is they can get stops when they want, and they have lineups that are just good. Like the Horford, Brown, Tatum. Um, Horford, Brown, Tatum. Uh, smart and Kyrie. I don't know what the plus minus of that lineup is, but I guarantee it's in the top five in the league. And when they play that lineup, that that lineup does well and they get stops. But um, I don't think this is a fluke. And I think Kyrie actually, you know, he broke his face, he broke side of his face and he's been wearing the stupid mask that he hates. He was about to go really to another level even before that. And I think once, once that mask goes off, all that stuff. We, anyway, the the reason I wanted to have you on, other than to uh, say happy birthday and talk about the Celts for a second, is you you do have a birthday wish that you want, and we we're going to tell Danny Ainge what you want for your 70th birthday. So I'll let you take well, the floor. You know, and I, I think it's partly related to the uh, Haywood injury, but also having now watched a quarter of the season, I'd love to see them make a move for Okafor. Um, under under Stevens' guidance, yeah, I mean, yeah, we we know he's a terrific offensive player because having watched him against the Celtics, uh, we had nobody who could stop him. But I know he has defensive deficiencies. I'd like to see Stevens work with him. Uh, I always liked Monroe coming off the bench when he was with Milwaukee, and uh, boy, I'd love to see Okafor come off the bench with our second team. And uh, Hold on, that's Tate. my birthday wish. Tate's here. You haven't quit on Okafor yet, have you, Tate? No. And Titus said he was the best. Titus is uh, is Tate's college basketball podcast partner on the One Shining Podcast. He's stuck. Titus said Okafor is the best low post scorer he's ever seen in college. He's Al Jefferson. Yeah. 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 With, t- with 
he's out he's with poor coaching. I mean, the guy really hasn't been coached. And, and now he's just sitting on the bench, not even playing. I, I mean, I read an article today that the coach doesn't want to embarrass him. I mean, move him. We have second-round picks. Move him. <laughs> Bring him in. We have the money. We, you know, don't you think? We don't That's really have... Bur- yeah, we don't really have anyone like him either. I, I just feel like Stevens is you know, one of the best NBA coaches of this generation. And if, if Okafer has something in there, he's going to get to it. I got, I, I, I agree. Marcus smart, on, Marcus smart on 25 of the 30 teams, his career is completely different. And Stevens has figured out how to turn him into something. You know, there's only even, a couple coaches ter- that matter. And ter- I feel the same way about Terry Rozier. I mean, yeah, who's an he, asset he, now. Yeah. He's an asset now. And, um, so that's that's hey, that's my birthday wish. All right, Danny Ainge, that's my birthday wish. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dad, happy birthday! Thanks for coming right. on. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks. Talk right. to you soon. Bye. Bye. All right, thanks to SeatGeek. Use offer code BSNBA for $20 off your first NBA purchase. Thanks to Sonos. Sonos One blends great sound with Amazon Alexa for hands-free control of your music and more. Use your voice to play your songs, manage your smart devices, all using a single Sonos speaker. Sonos offering the listeners of the Bill Simmons Podcast 10% off one order of $2,500 or less. For any product on Sonos.com, use the promo code Simmons10, Simmons10, capital Simmons10 at Sonos.com to receive this offer. Don't forget to send us mailbag questions for the Steve Kerr mailbag podcast at the mail, uh, the mailbag at the ringer.com. And uh, we'll be back with a couple more podcasts this week until then. Bye.